hello everyone. My name is Elliot Whiteside and I'm a tutor here as part of the Bachelor of Security Studies at Leiden University. Uh, I've been in the Netherlands for about five years now. I came here originally as an international student myself um, and I've since progressed through my bachelor's and master's to join the team here. Um, so obviously I stuck around because I enjoyed it a lot, but I'm here with two younger students who have just started their life at university in the Netherlands. Um, could you perhaps introduce yourselves? Hi everyone, I am Barbara, I'm from Slovakia and I'm a second year student at the Security Studies Bachelor here in uh, The Hague. Yeah, and uh, my name is Alfred, I'm from Sweden and I'm a first year Security Studies student. Okay, great. Well, it's lovely to have you with us today and I hope we'll have a nice conversation about um, your experiences so far in the Netherlands. Um, so I'll start by asking you perhaps, Barbara, why did you actually choose to move to the Netherlands for your studies? Um, I actually had a friend from Slovakia here that was living in Amsterdam uh, at the time and she just finished her master's and I just went to visit her basically and she felt so at home here, she really enjoyed her studies and she really made me hyped up about Netherlands, just come here, it's a really good community of people here and if you ever need some help with uh, figuring out your studies or the bureaucracy, you can always contact me. And then I just found this program and I went for it. <laughs> nice. Okay. Yeah. I mean, help with the bureaucracy is always an important thing. To yeah, that exactly. Quite hard. Um, great. Um, and did it meet your expectations when you came here? How did you find your first few weeks? I think it even um, um, well exceeded my expectations because before I was studying something that was very unidisciplinary before and uh, I really liked the approach here that is multidisciplinary so I found out that I really enjoy the course because it's a little bit of everything and we discuss uh, security from all these different perspectives it's always a little bit of law a little bit of criminology or uh, you know war and peace etc so it's just Different than I expected, but even better, if that makes sense. Okay, great. Yeah, so the course has really grabbed your attention. Um, but perhaps, were there any expectations you had of the Netherlands as a country prior to coming here? And how were they met? Mm, I kind of already knew a little bit what to expect because um, I visited before. So as long as how, how the culture will look like or the fact that a lot of people will actually speak English that was already there um, but yeah I was for example warned that people will be very outspoken mm -hmm. <laughs> and that I maybe will find them a little rude but I don't personally think that at all because probably because I'm from Eastern Europe we are also considered to be too outspoken and come across sometimes accidentally as rude mm -hmm. <laughs> so for me it's actually a preference that they are so straightforward with everything yeah, the bluntness is something that's talking about a lot. Um, it's also something that um, English people my, like myself are sometimes quite terrified by. But actually, you come to appreciate it after a while, I think. And um, actually, it makes a lot of situations very easy instead of having this hidden kind of code language that we try to have sometimes <laughs> in the UK. Um, so that's nice. Uh, I've grown to love the Dutch directness as well. And it's good to hear that you've enjoyed that. Um, I would like to move over to you and uh, perhaps you have some other insights. Why did you choose to come to the Netherlands? Uh, what was it that drew, drew you here? Well, it's kind of a similar story, actually. Like, I also had some friends here uh, from high school um, who I visited uh, in 
Yeah, so a year before I started my studies, and then I met some people who are doing security studies for, I think, third year now. And then we just talked about it, and it seemed nice, so I applied, and I got in. Um, and then also my girlfriend lives here as well, but in the north, so I visited a few times as well. So, I mean, it's just a great country. Nice. Okay, very <laughs> positive. Um, good to hear. And you came at quite a challenging time, I guess, Uh in the midst of the pandemic. How has that been for you? Well, it's been interesting, um, to say the least. I mean, I haven't been able to meet so many people at all, and we've had most of our lectures from home, which is challenging, because you have to find the motivation to sort of not just lay in bed and watch your lectures. Um, but I think that it's been overall nice. Um, I've still met some, few, some people from uh, my work groups and so on, and also my old high school friends. So, I mean, it's still been fine. Great. Yeah, um, I guess you made the best out of a bad situation as much as possible. Yeah. Um, were there stuff that the university did or student associations did to help you feel welcome in the early days particularly? Well, I mean, there was always, we got help to uh, sort of set up all the, kind of the, get the BSN number and set up a bank account and stuff. Like the school helped us set up appointments and, and that kind of things. So that was really nice. But um, I mean, the overall kind of experience for the first few months was just very limited, I would say. Okay, yeah. And that, I guess, sadly, was always going to be the case. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, that's just somehow, uh, sometimes the way the cookie crumbles. I guess the situation was quite diff different for you. You came here while things were still thriving. Uh, there was still nightlife going on and stuff. Um, how did you experience uh, The Hague as a student city? Uh, well, at the beginning, it was quite nice. Uh, I joined a study association we have here, uh, and I was in a committee. So we tried to organize a lot of events for the students. And I think that's still ongoing uh, online as well. Um, but uh, yeah, I actually met uh, a lot of Dutch students, not just internationals, uh, through here, and it was a very good way to socialize. And I think uh, some students are a little bit afraid when are, they are coming here that the student life is not going to be uh, as cool as in Leiden, <laughs> because that's a very popular student city. But to me, it didn't really make any difference at all. We went to a lot of... Uh, clubs or bars uh, with our friends and uh, it's filled with students, it's a typical student nightlife if you will, so mm -hmm. I think the student life here at the time was pretty great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, at the time being the At the time, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, great. Um, so you mentioned uh, that most of the students that you kind of actually came to hang out with, a lot of them were Dutch. Um, how do you find the balance in the classroom? Are there a lot of Dutch students compared to internationals or are there, is it nice and balanced? Mm, I think it's mostly balanced. It's like half and half, I think, in my year. So Dutch students and, uh, and just students all over the place from China to mm -hmm. um, all countries in Europe. And But it's nice and balanced, yeah. And how is it in the first year? Because I guess... Times have made some changes to the balance and makeup of that. I don't know. Yeah, I think most people are Dutch, uh, mainly because of the situation we're in right now that many people just didn't want to go to another country and study. 
Um, but it's kind of the same situation for me. I've met mostly Dutch people. And I mean, they've been very welcoming and very friendly. So it hasn't really made a difference, I would say. Mm-hmm. And how do you find it in the classroom uh, with a lot of different perspectives, different cultures from the Netherlands, which is also foreign for yourself, but then from other countries around the world? Does it make for interesting conversations and discussions? Well, I think that in our work groups, for example, I've had basically almost everyone be Dutch um, so far. We've had some also some German people and some some Danish people and so on, but it's just mainly been European perspectives. So it's still been pretty, I don't know, familiar. Okay. Uh, do you see any sticking points between these different European perspectives, nevertheless, or? No, I don't think so. Like it's been it's been very easy to talk to people, and um, I think that everyone's been very also understand understanding of the situation. So that everyone's been very um, kind of open and also very welcoming and just friendly. Okay. And how about for you, uh, Barbara? Have you? Hmm. Sorry, can you just... Yeah, so have you uh, had seen a lot of different perspectives in the classroom because of the international community or... Oh, like that. Um, yeah, I would think so. I think it comes up especially when we discuss uh, politics. Uh, and matters like that in the classroom, uh, then then you get to see a lot of different perspectives. Um, and then, you know, in our personal lives, it's a lot of discussion about comparing, for example, the current situation with how it is uh, back home or how the country is dealing with it and what it's been like to be staying in the Netherlands if you can go home, for example. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Corona has led to a lot of comparisons between different countries, I think, for oh, sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, and, um, yeah, but uh, being here, do you feel like you've managed to become part of the Dutch community or feel at home here in some way? I know it might be difficult, particularly at the current times. but I personally would say so, yes. Yeah, I would say it's been kind of limited, of course. Um, but, I mean, I'm kind of getting there, I guess. I'm just hopeful that next year it's going to be easier to integrate a bit more and to meet more people. But I think it's been it's been all right. Mm-hmm. And have any of you learned Dutch? A little bit. <laughs> uh, I'm Beetje. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I took some uh, classes for the uni, uh, which were quite nice, uh, and we got a little discount for students of the university, so it was cheaper, I think, than taking classes outside. Uh, unfortunately, they are online at the moment and they were colliding with my uh, schedule at the moment. But I want to take it up again in the summer, hopefully. So. Yeah, I've done some online courses as well, mainly over the Christmas break now. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was, I don't know, when school started again, I kind of forgot about it. <laughs> how, do you, how do you find it as a language? <laughs> Well, it's pretty similar um, to Swedish, actually. There's a lot of words and phrases that I still understand, even though I've never heard them before. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, both Swedish and Dutch is related to German, so it's pretty, it's pretty all right. But it's just the, some pronunciations are very strange. Yeah, the pronunciation really yeah. got to me as well. But you get there over time, I guess. But Hopefully. <laughs> um, and uh, what do you think the uh, biggest positives 
experience you've had since moving here? What have they been? Mm, I have to think about that. <laughs> it's a very existential question. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Any th- yeah, pleasant surprises, nice discoveries in The Hague? Well, I think of just the general for me personally, um, although I probably was also lucky to come when the situation was a little bit different that you could still meet in person and everything. But uh, it's always a little bit scary to come to a new country, especially because you don't have that safety net to fall back on, like your family or knowing a lot of people around because it's just a completely foreign country. And just looking back at the year and a half I spent here already, I just feel like it was a progress. Like I found a job, I found a good uh, um, accommodation, I have really nice roommates, I found a lot of friends. So I feel I just managed to settle in quite well, considered I'm a little introversial. So I think it would have been very difficult if I was in the same position as Alfred, for example, that I would just move here after everything already became online because I think it limits you a big deal, Um, or at least it would have limited me. So I found that quite positive that it already feels like a home for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's great. And for yourself, any pleasant surprises, any nice discoveries along the way? Well, I think The Hague is a really nice city. Um, I mean, you both have have the city center, which is very kind of, it's a big city, so there's a lot of people, it's very busy, but then you can also go, you have some parks, you have a lot of green areas, and you also have the beach you can go to, so I think that the overall kind of environment around the Hague is very nice, mm-hmm. and kind of is way beyond what I expected, really. Yeah, for me, the beach has really been a savior during this, uh, the lockdown, everything, giving you at least a nice place to go, where you can be a bit free, um, so that's been really one yeah. of the major things for me. Especially now that the weather is getting a bit better. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be very, very 20 nice. degrees tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> so you're going to go swimming in the sea, in the North Sea. Hmm. No? Debatable. I don't know. <laughs> and uh, on the more, or oh, less interesting side of things, but quite important, I think, for a lot of uh, new students coming into a new country, um, how was your experience in finding housing, getting a student loan perhaps, or all these kind of practical sides of studying in the Netherlands? Um, well, the accommodation was pretty straightforward for me. Luckily, I really applied very early because it's a little bit on a first-come, first-served basis. Uh, but I found an accommodation for uni. I got a contract for a year um, at the dorm and then... Um, after that year, I already knew some people, so it was easy to find accommodation basically through my classmates, mm-hmm. as it happened. And uh, yeah, I also received student financing. It's a lot of paperwork at the beginning, so it can be a little hard to wrap your head around it. But what I did personally was that I just made an appointment directly at the office. So there was a really nice lady who just felt like helped me fill in everything and make sense out of it and explain me everything. So... If you go on the website and you still don't know what to do on the governmental website, although it's translated because it's a lot, I definitely recommend to just go there directly (laughs) and (laughs) let somebody help you. Mm -hmm. And for you, I guess going there in person was not 
the easiest thing to do for setting all this stuff up? How was your experience with bureaucracy, with all the administrative things? Well, the student financing I get from Sweden, so mm. I fixed that before I moved, um, which was very easy. It just took a few minutes just to do everything online. Um, but I think that um, kind of getting accommodation and stuff was pretty hard because I started looking during the pandemic as well. And I was also in Sweden, so I couldn't really look at places. Mm-hmm. Um, so I actually moved to a private accommodation first, um, but it didn't really work out. So now I live in a uni accommodation, which I'm very happy about. And I mean, I have the contract until August, so I'm looking right now for places that I can move to after, which is also a bit challenging because there's not a lot out right now, I think because of the uncertainty of if people are going to move or stay or so on. Um, but I mean, I also have, like, from the limited people I've met, I've, um, I kind of have a plan of who I would want to live with mm-hmm. and who I would want to get find accommodation with. So I think it's it's been pretty all right. It's pretty, there's a lot of also agencies and websites you can check out, which just help with finding somewhere to live. So it's pretty good. Yeah. And how is, how is your experience of the university accommodation at the moment? I mean, it's fine. I live by myself, so it's not really the... I mean, in the building I live in, there's also some shared apartments and so on, um, which would be more social, I guess. But I'm also completely fine living by my own. I actually prefer it. So it's pretty nice. And I also haven't really met a lot of people from, from the building because they haven't been able to have any kind of events or anything. Um, but I mean, I've still met a few people. I hung out with some other Scandinavian people a few times, which was really nice. Um, and then there's also some people from my study that I know that I meet occasionally. But then there's also just meeting random people in the elevator, which is always nice. You can just strike a conversation about who they are, and what they're doing, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really fun. Um, I remember when I first moved here, um, I went to live in Stamkatsrat, the student accommodation there that's provided by the university. Um, I had a great, I mean, I met all my friends just by living there and bumping into people in the corridors and then all heading out to the same lecture at the same time and stuff. But um, being from the UK, I found student accommodation to be trickier here because in the UK you're really expected to live on campus in the first year. So everyone has a place if they want it, which is not quite the case here because the whole culture around where you live in university is very different. Um, but no, the the university are really good with the ones they do provide, I think. And uh, I had a great time my first year living in this university accommodation and got to meet a lot of people. I hope your elevator um, chats prove as fruitful as my first year experience as well. Um, and I guess you're living in private housing then? At the moment, yes. Has that been difficult? Um, it was a little bit difficult to find over uh, regular sources, uh, like the website for you know accommodations or Facebook. So what I did, I simply asked in our group chat for, uni- for a security studies second year students. And I ended up living uh, in Scheveningen with one of my... Uh, classmates actually and uh, we just got a new roommate who just started her master's here she's from Chile and um, yeah I think the accommodation is really nice we have a nice landlord we were 
lucky with that. And it's a very chilled place to live when it comes to the neighborhood. It's just this uh, very quiet area, you know, dog walkers, <laughs> that kind of community. So now when you have to spend time online all the time studying, it's kind of nice to live there. And you were just discussing the beach earlier. It's very close to the beach, which is something I also really like. <laughs> nice. So uh, maybe we'll just end this brief chit chat with maybe one main takeaway from you guys. Uh, if you have a particular uh, note for our listeners. Well, I would say just um, prepare everything before you get here. Um, I mean, you're able to kind of fix appointments for all the um, with the municipality and with the bank and stuff like before you even get here you can get an appointment and it really helps because one thing that i really struggled with in the beginning was that none of my swedish bank cards worked here um they only take maestro i think and so i had to constantly go and take out cash the first months which was really annoying so i just just be prepared i would say yeah, don't come with just a visa card because then you can't do your groceries. Nope. That's uh, <laughs> very important. Um, yeah, good point. Thank you. Um, and Barbara? Um, yeah, I definitely agree. Come prepared is one is a big one. There are a lot of websites you can already look a little bit into before you come. I think one of them that really helped me is imexpat.nl. There is a lot of stuff explained on that website when you come here as an international and you want to study or work here. And then um, you can also look at university websites. There is a lot of uh, advice for international students as well. And just don't simply ask your fellow students because sometimes they <laughs> can mean well, but their situation regarding student financing, for example, can be completely different than for you. So it's always better to speak with someone directly from the government uh, office, for example, to tell you what paperwork do you need, not need, so just come prepared. And last but not least, uh, join a study association uh, if you are able to. I think that really helped me with getting started my social life here. So it was really, really helpful. Which study association did you join? I joined Custodia. Oh, okay, nice. <laughs> okay, um, well, on that note, I think we will uh, end our little discussion for now. Um, but thank you very much all for listening. And uh, we hope to see you in The Hague very shortly.